Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. We are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. For those of you new to a Wednesday evening or it's been a while, um, I, I feel led and I go book by book. Uh, we've been only in the New Testament. Um, Let's see, January of 2020, I felt led to go to start going chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And I started off with Psalm 119, um, January of 2020. And since then, we have been in the New Testament, going uh, book by book, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. So here we are in First Thessalonians, Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1. And here we go. Finally, when we could stand it no longer, we decided to stay alone in Athens. And we sent Timothy to visit you. Remember that Timothy is Paul's disciple. He, he calls him a son in the Lord, the spiritual son. And we know that Timothy ends up being the church at F, the pastor at, at Ephesus. Okay, big, powerful church there in, in what the Bible calls Asia Minor. All right, current, uh, current day Turkey. So Ephesus as a whole does not exist as it did. But he was the pastor of the growing, moving church there. And we know, according to Scripture, that in a couple of years, um, that everybody in Asia Minor had heard the gospel. Can you imagine? Without internet, without phones, without cars, just by teaching the people and sharing. It says, he is our brother and God's co-worker in proclaiming the good news of Christ. What's the good news? We call it the gospel. It is great news. We preach the gospel gladly, not sadly. All right? We send him to what? To strengthen you. To encourage you, and you ever need strength? Yes. Yes. To strengthen you, to encourage you in your faith, and what else? And to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you are going through. I'm going to camp out here for a little bit. I'm going to hang out here for a minute. To keep you from being shaken by the troubles you were going through. But you know that we are destined for such troubles. One of my favorite verses. You say, well, that's negative. Yeah, but John 16, 33, Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble. He said, but be encouraged. One translation says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So we never, we never go into this blindly going, man, you accept Jesus and all your problems are gone. No. Sometimes some of your problems just begin, but you have peace in the trial. And I'm, le I'm learning all kinds of stuff about going through stuff. There's, I'm telling you, I've been through seasons of all kinds of things, and I'm just going to humbly confess to you. I've had seasons where, I battled through um, depression, and it wasn't it wasn't major probably compared to some folks. Um, some anxiety. Um, I've had seasons where I've gone through seasons of burnout. And one thing I've learned is when you're going through a season like that, and you're being shaken by trouble, I don't know who this is for tonight, but let me share this because this is the wisdom of God, and this is from men and women of God who know a lot more than I do. Is when you're going through a season of burnout or trouble. Let's just say trouble because that's what the scripture says. It could be depression. It could be your financial trouble. It could be, um, who knows, having trouble sleeping at night. Whatever it is you're going through, one of the major rules of when you're going through a battle and a tribulation is don't do anything stupid. You weren't expecting that, were you? No, people do stupid stuff when they go through trials. Really? I've seen people lose a loved one and fall into sin because, oh, I got the license now to go act a fool. No, you're saved or you're not, child. You're going to walk in salvation. 
And that's how we know your faith is real. When you go through tough times, you don't go out and go on a, a meth binge. No, really. You don't go out and start drinking NyQuil, whatever. Be careful with that stuff. That, you know, that stuff is for real, man. My grandma Senna introduced me to that. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know it had a little bit of alcohol in it. She's like, Mijo, you're stuffed up. Why don't you take some NyQuil? I took it, and I thought, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I was 20 years of age at the time. I, I'll never forget that. I woke up like, oh, my gosh, the alarm went off. I was like, oh. You know those little, those little alarm clocks, the digital ones, the little red numbers? Y'all remember those? Some of y'all still have them. Most of us use our cell phones now, which is good and bad. But when you're going through trouble, don't, you don't, you're already married or you've moved on or say you've moved on from the past, you don't go back and hook up with an old fling. I'm telling you, I don't know who this is for tonight. If this is for the live stream or those in the house, it's for all of us, but it's a good reminder. You don't do stupid stuff when you're going through trouble. I've seen people go through problems and go out and buy a brand new vehicle for $800 a month payment. All of a sudden, now you still have the troubles and you have an $800 a month payment. Speaking of anxiety, I think that just stressed me out. Mm -mm. And let me go back to substances. When those wear off, guess what? The problems are still there. There's not a good escape. Not a good escape. I remember during COVID, we were talking about this because there were folks at the house just drinking. They were depressed. They were going through it. Bless their hearts. And I began to really get a revelation about, okay, you're a what I call a sipping saint. A saint who likes to sip here and there. Say, I don't get drunk. I just sip a little. Okay. But what about when you go through hard times? How much do you need to sip then? I mean, really, if you're struggling with a weakness right now or something that could turn into a weakness, you say, ah, uh, what do I do when tr things get tough? Are you going to double? Are you going to double your intake? What do we do? No, we don't do dumb stuff when we're shaken by the trouble or we keep from being shaken. And sometimes we are shaken somewhat, aren't we? Say, man, I'm going through this. I had a breakup. My heart is broken. Something happened with the kids or the relatives or parents or something. Mm -mm, don't do anything crazy. Let me give you some wisdom I'm learning, too. Stay connected to the right people when you're going through trouble. Even if you don't feel like it doesn't mean, hey, some of you are like, I'm introverted. I don't go hang out with people every day anyway. That's fine. But stay connected to the right people. Stay in contact with them. Stay in contact with them. All right. You, you don't you don't just just burn bridges and get away from everybody. And I there's a big difference between. Isolation and being separate. Really. And we have seasons of going to be alone like Jesus did, right? You, you need to recharge your battery. Some are like, I can't be alone during the season. Okay. But some people are like, no, I really need the time alone. But okay, that's fine. But don't become, don't become disconnected, okay, during a season of trouble. All right? Also, seasons of trouble, do the basics. Stay in the Word and prayer. Keep talking to God. You say, man, I, I didn't sit down for an hour today. Yeah, but did you drive for 30 minutes to Lovington and pray? That's great. That's great. Keep talking to God. Keep talking to God. Seasons of trouble, man, you don't let go of all this stuff. Stay connected to the right people. Don't do anything dumb, right? Don't go, go out and do something crazy that's going to make it worse. And, and you stay connected to God during these times. Stay connected to your local church. 
keep serving as you can through seasons of trouble. Really. It makes all the difference in the world. Some of the toughest times of my life, I've just kept serving. Can you imagine as a pastor, I said, well, going through a tough time, so I guess I'm just not going to speak Wednesday night. That's, that's not how this works out for me. I'm going to keep speaking the word because you need it as well. I need it, and you need it. All right? It's a blessing to you, and it's a blessing to me as well. All right? Seasons of trouble. Say, man, and to keep you from being shaken by the troubles you were going through. My gosh, some of you went through some stuff this year. Last Wednesday of the year for us together, I want you to think about it. Say, wow, I'm glad I'm past that, right? You ever been facing something? You go, man, I'll just be glad when this is over. <laughs> I'll just be glad when this is over. This was, this was troublesome. This was problematic. I, oh, man, this was traumatic. Mm-mm. Remember, the God that you serve, he's not shaken by trouble. He's not shaken by trouble. In this context, it, I believe it's being shaken free from the Lord and his kingdom by the troubles you're going through. Because there are times you're just going to be shaken some. But man, you don't give up on God. You don't give up on your relationships. You don't give up on the right people. You don't give up on the church that you were planted in. You just don't. I've seen people go through stuff and they vanish. They fall off the face of the earth. There's a guy in my life right now. I love him very, very much. And he fell into a season of trouble. And he's just not responding to texts or calls or anything. And it's, it breaks my heart because I know he's going through it. And man, if there's a chance, brother man, if you're listening tonight, you know who you are. I don't know if the Lord's going to lead you to this message, but if you're listening, I love you. We love you. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it. But please, please respond to texts and phone calls. People love you. And we haven't forgotten about you. And that's for everybody. There's people, there may be other folks on the live stream tonight say, man, I feel forgotten. You're not. You're not. Reach out. What, what, what is, was that GTE? Reach out and touch someone? Or was that AT&T? Was it AT&T? It was one of those, huh? That's so 80s. Reach out and touch someone, right? Right, reach out and... Is that AT&T? Adrian looks young, but don't let her fool you. <laughs> it's, I think it's AT&T. It is, okay, not GTE. What does GTE stand for anyway? General Telephone Electronics. I don't know. Let's get back on point. This is fun night. This is fun, too, because, you know, we're here together our last Wednesday at church this year. But don't allow troubles to push you away from right relationship, get you out of position. You know, even in basketball, Adrian, Adrian, at least y'all would know about this. We got any other basketball players in here. Sometimes if if a defender can keep you out of your sweet spot, that it'll mess with your head, get you out of position. There are some famous players over the years that knew if I I'm injured but if I can keep the guy I'm defending out of his sweet spot and his favorite shooting places I got him if I can hold the 25 point player a game to 10 points just by keeping him out of his favorite spots okay see the enemy loves to get you out of your sweet spot and I'm not saying you got to wait to oh no it'll I will serve when I'm in my sweet spot only I will serve when I'm just no 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 you got to learn to perform out of your sweet spot, but you also need to learn to not be moved out of your position with God and your position with right people, ever. And things get shaken up. They do. Marriages do. Relationships do. Because God wants us to lean on Him. Did you know that troubles, that's what those are for? 
is to keep you reaching out to God, knowing that not every, he'll send you people to help you, but only God solves problems and troubles and, and crises. Man, I remember God sent me some great people, many of you, when my mom passed away. And there were people I wasn't even expecting that checked up on me so much during that time. Said, man, you doing okay? I'm so sorry, man. You, you need anything? You know, just checking on me. But all I knew was I could just only offer up my grief to God. And I said, Lord, I mean, what do I do? I was very close to my mom. I was her firstborn. I'm close to my dad, too, but just we had a great relationship. Mom used to say we grew up together. <laughs> That's so humble of her. <laughs> um, how old was she? She was 22 when I was born. Wasn't that stinking young, but she was pretty young. And she said, babe, we grew up together. <laughs> But I remember saying, Lord, you're going to get me through this. I, I hate how it feels, but I know you're faithful, and you're going to get me through it. And guys, let me just say it again. I told you I was going to camp out on this verse. There's a lot to say about this. God's not done with you. He's still forming you. Have you got it all figured out yet? Heavens, no. I wish we all did, don't you? Say, Man, I wish I just had it all down. There's stuff that bothers you, and it shouldn't. Same here. I was talking to God about that today. <laughs> I said, Lord, I need to do better in this area. That shouldn't bother me. I'm, I'm pushing 50 over here. I need, to, I need to make sure that I'm a Christian adult, mature and wise and kind and walk. And I don't know about y'all, but this is troublesome to me. I struggle sometimes, I think, with the fruit of the Spirit in my life when I'm seeing someone struggling with the fruit of the Spirit in their life and their dealings with me. Makes me want to not walk in the fruit of the Spirit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because I'm a natural counterpuncher. Was it Bruce Lee in that, that movie from 1994, I think it was? He said, don't, hit, don't touch me, I touch you back. <laughs> Evander Holyfield at one point, he was going to fight Mike Tyson. He said, the only person who ever hit me and I couldn't hit him back was my mama. He said, so when Mike tries to hit me, I'm going to hit him back. And, oh, he did. You remember that? November of 96, he knocked the crud out of Mike Tyson. I thought Mike was unbeatable. I'm telling you. And, and I'm a natural counterpuncher, so it takes, man, it takes, it takes some Christian character. And there's times I go, well, okay. I'm going to just keep walking in love, keep walking in love, keep walking in love. Because I don't know exactly what every, everything that everybody's going through. I don't. I don't know what's going on in everybody's head. My grandma used to say, cada cabeza es un mundo. Every head is its own, every mind is its own world. Right? There's a whole world of things going on in each and every, every individual head in here. We're going through stuff. We don't share it with everybody. We talk to God about it. And yes, I want to stay merciful and go, I don't know what exactly what they're going through, but I'm going to walk in the fruit of the Spirit through this season of trouble. No matter what, I'm going to walk and the fruit of the Spirit. I'm not going to do anything crazy. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit, all right? So keep yourself grounded. You need to talk to somebody? Talk to somebody. We've got a church full of people you can talk to, including myself and Pastor Jim. And if you're in a small group, a connect group, you can talk to the connect group leader. But I'm telling you right now, you've got folks to talk to. You are not alone. Those listening tonight, you're not alone. You're not alone. This is to keep you from being shaken loose from the things of God by the troubles you're going through, but you know that we are destined for such troubles. Wow, let's keep going. Even while we were with you, 
The Apostle Paul, 2,000 years ago, humans are humans and life is life and we go through trouble. He said, we warned you that troubles would soon come and they did, as you well know. This is what I've learned about life. You're either going through a season of trouble or you're just getting out of a season of trouble or you're about to step into a season of tribulation or trouble. That's just how life is. But Scripture says the way of the sinner is hard. The way of the sinner is hard. But Scripture also says, when speaking about you and me, the righteous may fall seven times, but they always get up. A storm hits the wicked, people that refuse God, reject Him. The storm hits him and blows on by, and they're gone. They're done. It's over. What happened to the drug dealer? He's gone. He's, He's gone forever. What happened to that crazy, what happened to that wicked person? They're gone. But me and you, we get up, <laughs> we cough like Wiley Coyote. Sometimes you cough out some dirt, <laughs> right, out in the desert. <laughs> Dust yourself off and go, okay, I'm ready to go again. You know, like Rocky. So is that all you got? Come on, man, ain't so bad. Come on, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be okay. I'm going to make it with God's help. Even while we were with you, we warned you that troubles would soon come, and they did, as you well know. Wow. Let's keep going. That is why, when I could bear it no longer, he said, I sent Timothy to find out whether your faith was still strong. Is that good? I was afraid that the tempter, the tempter is the enemy, the devil, Satan. We don't talk about him too much, but got to bring him up sometimes. I was afraid that the tempter had gotten the what? Gotten the best of you and that our work had been useless. You can't blame everything on the devil. You just can't. You even learned, learned that in spiritual warfare with pastor. Learned that in the discipleship courses. Because our own worst enemy is ourself. Yeah, don't worry about the, the devil much if, if you're just seeking God and you're working on your character with God's help and you're s- putting him first and you're renewing your mind. The enemy's not going to matter much. I mean, he, he causes havoc and causes problems and he works through people, but you just keep walking in the fruit of the Spirit. You don't let the enemy or the tempter, according to this text, get the best of you. And he says, man, we were, <laughs> we were concerned our work had been useless. Isn't that something? Let's keep going. But now Timothy has just returned, bringing us good news about your what? Faith and love, two great things. Faith and love. Keep the faith and walk in love. He reports that you always remember our visit with joy and that you want to see us as much as we want to see you. I'm going to stop there, 1 Thessalonians 3, 6.